Coming up on Two Week to Write with Kayla DeLeon. It's called Building a World. For legal reasons, that is a joke. <laughs> yes, yes. I can't do a professional person. I just don't have that tone in my voice. Hello, hello. Hello. Yo, Aww. how are you doing? How's everybody doing? Good, I'm you? So good. So good. Good. It feels good to be with you guys. Uh, I miss you both. I miss you so much, Kayla. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, dude. I miss the hangs. I am. Um... Totally. Oh, God. hello. Oh, that's a cute. I like those la that ladder in the back. Oh yeah, it's a, I can't yeah. really move my computer oh, shit, to show you, but there's there is a li well live is a weird word like we can cut whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. out. Yeah. It, it's live okay. streaming to nowhere. It's just for yeah. the recording. But um, I, I are you in really bar? You're in well. Spain. Yeah, I'm in Madrid. Is that what I heard correctly? That's yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Wow, must yeah. be nice. We're like having a blizzard here right now. Oh, actually, well, there's still the wind, but not as much snow right now. Oh, really? But yeah, earlier totally. this morning, it was flurries. I it's know. Just I, cloudy I here. Complain. I'm not gonna go to brunch after this. It's cloudy. Yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna go to west space. over there. There's a there's a fucking outdoor bar that has just a wall of fire instead of a space heater. So I'm just gonna go stand next to that. Ooh, that's nice. Are things all like open there? In yeah, no, things Milwaukee? are. Oh, uh, Madison. Oh, I just love seeing Madison come up and down like yeah, some dweller. Uh, <laughs> It is Madison. it is a, like a little loft, but it's also not standing height. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can yeah. sit up there or you can hit your head. Yeah. Those are the options. But it's a tiny apartment, so it, it makes it feel a lot bigger. All right. I guess let's get this thing on the road. Two week to write where, full disclosure, I have a horrible cold. And uh, I, got my, uh, I got my chamomile and my Earl Grey. I'm mixing uppers and downers. Uh, I'm ready to do this. I got a latte. Uh, fucking Kayla, my the love of my life. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, oh absolute hero. Yeah. yeah. Hello. My pleasure. Uh, Thanks for asking yeah. me. Kayla, do you do any writing and stuff like that? Like I know you you write comedy, but do you do any script writing? I've tried. Like I took like one creative writing class, um, like university, like entry level, but university. And I wrote scripts in there, but it, nothing that yeah. very, it was very depressing. I was going through it at the time and everything that I wrote was just like, okay, calm down. <laughs> like life Kayla. isn't that bad. It was very edgy. Hey, oh, Kayla, yeah. that makes you the most trained person we've had on this podcast so far. <laughs> you are by far it the most like experienced one. No, 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 no. It was like one class, like for one semester, and it I went like still, twice a week or something. Still the most experienced writer we've had so far. We're it's honor to have you. Yeah. Uh, so I don't I don't know. That is talking. not a good sign. That's a great sign. Uh for those of you who don't know, Kayla DeLeon, comedian from Montreal, Canada, former champion. You were the you won the Montreal Grand one year, right? No. No? We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> cut that out. Don't Former worry about it. No, no, no. <laughs> Montreal Grand. Totally fine. Uh, future member I, of I a double it. green card marriage. David yeah. has a traumatic brain injury, and yeah. we gave him this podcast to give well, him some in the week. A finalist of the Montreal Grand. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, finalist. Uh, 
So you, what, thanks, what we've though. been trying thanks to for do. Believing in me. I'm, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> so what we've been trying to do is because we admitted to each other that we're terrible at writing. And yeah, okay. we started a little uh, writing circle between the two of us. And it was just going. We were writing uh, some of the worst crap ever. And now we decided to just bring our friends on. So at any point, we're gonna, let's we're going to table read some stuff. I don't know what David told mm -hmm. you. We're going to table read some of the scripts. Yeah. Feel free interrupt at any point to go. What the fuck is this garbage? Uh, ask us <laughs> okay, any questions cool. about the process, how we got here, because um, we also hated this prompt. We we struggled with it, and uh, I have things to say to Lawrence. I, Lawrence was on before you last episode, and mm -hmm. I saw the. I watched the episode. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, I love Lawrence <laughs> with all my heart. He's one of the funniest people I've ever met. I'm so fucking mad at him right now for what I had to write this week. Oh my god! Why? Uh, Why? What did he? Yeah. What was remind the audience of our prompt? Wait, did, did he you... tell you? Did he give you? Did he give you guys the prompt or something? Yeah, yeah. He literally yeah. opened a book, opened a random fucking page, and went. You oh. know what? This prompt. I want you to write a full character outline of a character you have no interest in. Fully flesh him out, make him a real person, and write as much as you can. I have okay. had that was so fucking miserable writing this. Everything else I've written, I've had a little fun with. This time, the whole time, I'm just thinking, I'm gonna fucking fight you, Lawrence. I hate you so much. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Lawrence Corber, he's coming back on the show, and I'm gonna force him to write for two weeks about something he has no interest in. That's what I'm gonna fucking do. I wanna, I wanna, so point your out source that here is hate, hatred. Hatred. So you wrote. So, so you have to write about a character that you completely hated? Yes. Or like you um, just yeah. wrote from hate. <laughs> a little bit of It's supposed to be a character study of a, you know, unlikable, or I don't know if unlikable, but someone you would never write about. Yeah. And I like okay. that you named the file Disdain. Like, <laughs> it, it, I can see that you had a tough time. Um, so that a has like about me, that has like me in that creative writing class vibes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like, I'm a fucking edgelord for this one. Uh, this one. How would you uh, like to go through this, David? Oh, before we scroll down too far, basically, I wrote about uh, something I hate. A little bit about me, my background about me. Um, I despise with a burning fucking passion a certain man named Tucker Carlson. It's uh, one of the three things I hate most in this world. Uh, I hate him so much. One of them, I've decided I'm going to write a certain number of scripts this year, and I decided if I can't reach that number, I'm going to have to donate to any cause Tucker Carlson supports the future Tucker Carlson for president fund if I can't reach that number. And that hatred and spite is really driving me to write more than anything else. <laughs> I've already finished, I think, four or three scripts this year because of that fucking hatred. Uh, if there's one thing I know, it's that that the best, strongest fuel is hatred and spite. Yeah, yeah, that and alcohol. Uh, so... I've been writing about – and so I decided, well, if I had to write about someone I have no interest in fucking despise, I'm going to write a show where a Tucker Carlson-esque character is the protagonist, and he keeps okay. making immoral fucking evil decisions and never learns a goddamn lesson. So that's why I did. So first so that's thing – we're that's what we're doing today? That's, that's what we're what doing we're today. today. So okay. I did something a little different. I uh, this, this time instead of writing just a fucking script, I wrote an outline of what I wanted to write about. You can scroll now. Down now, David. You, you uh, yes. I wrote a little outline of what I want to talk about, and then I wrote out a character profile about him. Describe how much I fucking hate this dude. Uh, so, well, first of all, I'm glad that you actually wrote a character outline. 
because one hour into trying to do this, I was like, fuck it. Yeah. So you you fulfilled the prompt. Uh, yeah, fuck off, Lawrence. You see, I did my job. <laughs> okay, let's see this. All right. right. I'm so, excited. Yeah, so I'll, I'll read through. So the basic show idea, a conservative TV host slash piece of shit chose choose himself over his country and honesty every at every opportunity. The first act, which is what we're going to read through, is just a is just a quick clip of his show and him right after his show. I have not written Acts two or three, but essentially, yeah, essentially, tiny stroke. Yeah, words going bad. Uh, essentially, it's Act two is him living with his a very extravagant life, very taken care of luxury lifestyle that just is paid for from one he's already a rich motherfucker before the show and he paid for more by being a piece of shit uh okay okay. and three and three uh in it shows in his writer's room where these people he hires these people who are just assholes who exist to be racist inflammatory assholes and he gives them opportunity to express their opinions on air through his mouth so it's going to show these how these things happen and now the character profile. I yeah, just this whole. Okay, so I'll explain where I found this thing. <laughs> and groin. Groin. What the fuck is this? Dude? So, so, um, everything <laughs> I know from writing, everything I know from writing, I learned from reading a 101 script writing page from a guy called Film Critic Hulk. Uh, he's a guy who writes film reviews at in the persona of the Incredible Hulk. Uh, That's so very neat. I learned. Yeah, very niche and honestly, <laughs> very cool specific. dude. Very cool dude. Uh, he posts how to cook videos on Instagram now. He's still very yeah. smart, and he showed this uh this writing method called the tree, where you write out a person like a tree, like you build them from the feet up. So you got feet you know, like a tree, like a That's fucking tree sweet. grows from bottom top, baby. Uh, so you got the feet, <laughs> which describes their physical appearance, their groin, their desires, wow. heart their needs, throat, their voice, uh, left brain, how like analytical and smart they are, right brain, their morality, and crown, what puts them all together. The heir to a dog food family fortune. <laughs> yeah. didn't, wasn't, didn't you say something like that in your last script too? It's like the one of the girls is like a yeah. dog food heiress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I keep this shit up. With this. There's oh my just, God. Like, why come up with new ideas if all ideas work? I don't understand your point. <laughs> so, so Bentley Hardigan is a middle-aged pasty white man with overly stylized hair, wealthy origins. Yeah. Yeah. Heir to a dog food family fortune. Okay. Yeah. He lives with his wife and his two okay, kids. He's okay. a family man. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fun thing would be if you want to keep writing and then make everything in the same universe, it's like this guy is that girl's dad. Oh man. Yeah. It, yeah my <laughs> everything that Lonstein writes is the, is the same, same universe. universe. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna write a Rick okay. and Morty spec script in the same universe. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I look so red. I don't know. You look beautiful. Anyways, whatever. I just look like I'm glowing. Okay, thank you. You, you always do, are. You do have a lot of light, though. It looks good. Yeah. Okay, continue. Uh, yeah, so then the groin is their desires. Thank you. Okay, good. What they use to, like, uh, he, what he's aiming for. He wants to, you know, raise up in social status. He's a millionaire being funded by billionaires, but he wants to be of an equal of those billionaires be as high up and elite as possible and be able to look down at everyone else. Uh, heart, what he needs to win. 
the thing is, this was hard to fucking do. It doesn't even do. sound relaxing anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, this is this is so fucking stressful. Ready, this heart. Uh, heart is what you need to like for the character to win to develop. The thing is, this character doesn't develop. This character stays this immoral okay. piece of shit. So what he needs right. is a perspective, a sense of morality, but that's not going to happen. So fuck off, dude. Uh, throat is how they sound, how they come off. And what do you think a conservative TV host is going to come off as? Uh, he's going to come off as really condescending, elitist piece of shit. He's very good at em- putting like a false empathy, making him seem as if he's connecting someone and then immediately come escalate the issue in inflammatory. You know, he's a... Uh, He's not stupid. He's aware of what his actions are. He understands what he's doing, and he's manipulating people, but he's fine with that. He doesn't give a fuck. That's left cheek uh, brain intelligence. Okay. Right cheek, he's a piece of shit, but he's he has no more morals. His morals are he's above everyone else. And crown, he just wrapped them all together, baby. Okay, okay. Cool. <laughs> I, I should say that we've never started with just an in-depth body part analysis. <laughs> I like it, before. though. It's like a... I, it's like a dating yeah. profile. I'm going to put see. this on my dating profile. Yeah, it is. A very bad one, but <laughs> it is like the... This is I the see. type of dude to ask you. He's like, so um, you... This, this guy, though, kind of reminds me of... Um, nope. Is my, is my mic lagging? Uh, it might be a okay. little bit. Okay. This guy reminds me... Going... Have you guys seen Search Party? Yeah. Yes. Okay, this guy reminds me of like Elliot when he beco- when he starts hosting that TV show. But then I guess this guy's already a conservative, but then Elliot yeah. like just sells out. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like yeah. Exactly. I, I feel like this character what was his name Bentley. I feel like Bentley Bentley, again. Bentley believes it though. I feel like Bentley's in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He understands yeah. what he's doing, but he just doesn't care. He's already sold out. He understands his place. He's trying yeah. to get higher. I also feel yeah, like, yeah. David, you, I feel like you spent more time on this than the script. Is that right? How, this is a very detailed. A hundred percent. This I would, I spent like, would spend a couple hours writing this a night and I'd have to walk off because I'd get so angry writing this shit. I was like about to smash my computer more than once writing this. All right. Well, with oh that, God. how do you want? How would you like to read this? Um, so uh, there's what? So there's three characters here: uh, Hardigan, the guy Shirley, his basically his executive uh, producer slash assistant, and uh, and Simon, a British producer. Um, so what I'll do There's is I'll always a British guy. Yeah, so you're gonna play him. Why? Right, okay, for you have to do accents, David. It's simple I, as that. I can't do accents. I know. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. I'll be the British guy then. What's oh, his no. name? Okay. All right, Kayla, you're back. All right. Uh, his- yeah, we might have. We're also like spread across continents right now, so I don't. I, I had to open my window. My. Uh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I feel like uh, my. I have really bad. Um, I. I, I lost I'm her. sorry, but I. I, lost her I hear you guys fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, your your video paused right oh, now. Fuck. Can you can you hear us though? Hello. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. I hear every other word sometimes. Oh, I I've been hearing you pretty great besides the lag. But I'm like, oh, I'll just we'll just talk slower. Oh, it's not even <laughs> making it to my end. Some of her stuff. 
Give me, give me a little audio test, Kayla. Can you hear me now? Am I lagging? I can hear you. Hello. I can hello? hear you. Uh, your your video is lagging. The audio sounds fine to me. Is it good? Yeah, hey, it, it is what it is. You know, look, Let me you didn't see come onto the show to speak with a bunch of it's professionals. slightly less good. <laughs> Remember, we could have like okay, thank you. tabs open. Thanks. Also, this is the first time I've tried to use StreamYard just because Zoom has awful quality. Know, so I if anything weird happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did the same. You're oh, smoother okay. now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me quit. Yeah. You're smoother now. Yeah. Wow. So what, gotta, um, I'm super delayed because. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um. um okay. I'm trying to figure out how to podcast host hat on um okay kayla say what i'm say what i say the second i finish saying it so we can see how bad the audio is um that that was a test okay, okay. say what i say the second after i say it so we can see how bad the audio is i just also pulled yeah. my camera quality down to three to the lowest so hopefully that'll also make I didn't it go even know a little bit faster. Could, I didn't even know you could do that. I'm learning things. Okay, well, um, perfect. I mean, you, sound, you sound good to me. Yeah, you sound up to date now. Yeah. You sound right. I say, yeah. I say okay. we roll with it. You know, weird stuff's okay, going to happen. It's, it's 2021. Okay. I have a cold. I don't give a shit. If it's a train wreck, okay. that means, you know, it takes away the focus from our awful scripts. So, yes. All right, great. We're back. We're in the present. We're together. Uh, so I'll play the British character. What's his name? His name is Simon. Um, Kayla, do you want to be Shirley or Hardigan? Do you want to be the evil conservative host? How many? Wait, no. but no. all the dialogue it looks is, like there's is a lot. You know what, this David? This is all Hardigan. Yeah. No, the first, the first what portion the of it fuck? is him just doing conserv. Is him on his news host? It's just have you ever watched these fucking terrible things? So I just feel like David. I feel like you kind of want to be Hardigan. I really don't. Yeah, let's. Do I really it. want you to do it. Oh. Okay, I'll be Hardigan. Okay, I'll read the scene heading. <laughs> Uh, Kayla, well, now we, gave, we brought Kayla on and we gave her script. <laughs> wait, wait. She just watches us read. No, no, no she can be Shirley. It's Shirley okay. comes right after I'm down. the cold open. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to chime in. I'll chime in whenever. Yeah, All I right. got this. All right, ready? So, wait, cool. Cardigan's the British guy or not the British? This is. I'm not the British guy. I'm You're the guy the... we read about. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I'm with it now. I know what's okay. happening. I need to. You'll be. Time. All right. Let's. One last time. You'll be Hardigan. I'll be Simon, the British guy. You can see me suffer this time. Uh, and Kayla, you'll be Shirley. What's up? Right, uh, we run, we run a tight ship. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> uh, cold open. Interior. TV studio night. Hardigan, late forties, overstylized hair, smirk, wearing a dark suit and a striped red tie, comes into view, sitting slightly off center at a desk. A blurry view of Washington D.C. is on the screen behind him. Good evening, folks, and welcome to the Hardigan Hour, the last bastion of truth, honesty, and all those old-fashioned American values we know and hold dear. Conservative new show intro. You know, an American flag waves on screen before the title of the show, the Hardigan Hour, appears up over it in red, white, and blue text. Then a bald eagle flies by to transition from next to the next scene. Now, David, as you read Hardigan, understand... Mm -hmm. If you've ever watched Tucker Carlson tonight, I want you to end everything in like a little high inflection. Like, tonight we talk about Flint, Michigan. 
formerly like a little higher voice. Okay. Have you ever heard him? Yeah. Uh, I, I have not watched enough clips, yeah. um, <laughs> but I will. I'll I'll take whatever note you give me. Yeah, like a snobbish high pitch at the end. Okay. Do you re- do I just start reading? Oh, oh, oh. We return to Hardigan <laughs> with a scowl on his face. Tonight, we talk about Flint, Michigan, formerly known as Vehicle City. Flint was once a major car manufacturing location in the 70s. That is until increased taxes by Democrats forced companies like GM to move out, sending the city into a never-ending spiral of financial and social struggles. I hate him so much more now. (laughs) Oh, my God. that little... He fucking sucks. Yeah, I want... (laughs) we, We need to express this. A small screen appears over Hardigan's right shoulder. It shows an abandoned factory from downtown Flint. To this day, Flint is listed as one of the most dangerous cities in the U.S. And do you know what our government does to improve this city? Additional funding for police and small businesses? Of course not. They spend all their money handing out free water to their residents. The small screen (laughs) changes to show videos of social workers handing cases of water to citizens of Flint. Since 2014, this is like the most (laughs) fucked up. Exercise. This is so you're gonna get canceled for this taken uh, I, out I of context. I, because I'm also I'm also not reading ahead at all. So I'm so nervous that David is gonna have put in some horrible sound bite that I'm gonna there is out. there you do have a bad line, but it's not this scene. It's the oh scene dude, over. you gotta give me a heads up. <laughs> Read the fucking script. Episode two canceled. <laughs> Since 2014, the city this is also like still ongoing, so there's like, I don't know the current status of Flint. I don't know. Well, no, no, I guess it's like bringing light to how fucked up the yeah, situation yeah. is, right? Yeah. yeah. Let's, this is God's war. We, we need it to be like that. <laughs> Since 2014, the citizens of Flint, Michigan, have been suffering from so-called lead crisis. <laughs> God damn it. Saying the pipes used for what the fuck happened. Kayla just dropping shit in actual I have, shock. I Sorry, have guys. I have some- sitting in my windowsill and it just got blown over by the wind. I'm so sorry. No, no, empty, no, empty, um, empty Guys, we're drink just doing cans. Some reno. <laughs> some reno work. Um, the city's water supply are filled with lead and other toxins. Some might find it strange that only Flint seems to have this issue. There are even cities like New York or Boston that were built 200 years before Flint and have never had similar problems. It almost makes one ask, is this real or just a publicity stunt done by the liberal elite? I well, I would actually love him in the middle. He's like, lead and other toxins are economic opportunities that people should be exploiting instead of complaining about it. Um, It gets better. You, so got, like, some, was, you got free minerals in oh your water. Dude. The thing is, like writing this, I know I can punch it up in a bunch of places, this little rant, but I was told to write something I fucking hate. So I'm making yeah. this as close to an actual conservative news host rant as possible. I don't, I don't think that was the prompt, but I'll allow it. I, I interpreted that. Once again, fuck you, Lawrence. I hope you're listening to this. <laughs> it's just, yeah, when in doubt, blame Lawrence. <laughs> this becomes an even bigger question with the recent Brita Act <laughs> the yeah. left has been flaunting. It would give every supposed child that lived in Flint during the charade a full scholarship to the University of Michigan. So for the past seven years, we have not only paid for their bottled water with our taxes, but now their college education as well. You you definitely have to have a line about how these like lead poisoned children are all going to grow up to be communists or something. Oh, it gets better. And what are they doing <laughs> to check if these people are actually from? Is this Flint? real though? Or if they earn the yeah, that's why this is yeah. too. It's it's like a farce, but still too close to. Like, are they really um, actually having? Oh no, of course not. Our government would give free college education. Oh come on! <laughs> I was free like, oh, that's stuff? great. That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe if they're on the other side of the border. 
<laughs> yeah. Get yeah. some checks in the mail. This country uh, used to live by the saying, if you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. If you teach a man to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. Well, the radical left have skipped the fish entirely and started handing out water and money, taking away chances that they have at a life of hard work and happiness, all with your money. Today, it's clean water and college scholarships. Tomorrow, it's a mansion and a sex change forever. Oh, damn it, David. You got me into this. Oh, boy. Social is a threat, folks. Yeah, for everyone. No, no, go back and read the line properly, David. Do it for college scholarships. Tomorrow, it's a mansion and a sex change for everyone, whether they want it or not. Socialism is a threat, folks, and we have to endure it. We have to ensure it does not say. Hardigan then stares at the camera with his mouth open, slowly working his mouth for a few seconds, as if struggling to read a teleprompter. He furrows his brow, shakes his head, and then coughs. We'll be right back with a word from our sponsors. And cold open. So, um, wait, why? Why is he? What's that mean? Is he confused? Or oh, what like is he? Or is he mouth? just like reading it and like, oh, uh, yeah, he's I didn't like, do that right. I know he's like reading, like struggling to read something. You'll see in the next scene. Okay, it clears it up. Okay, I'm okay. hoping he has a brain tumor. Uh, me yeah. too. Um, I mean, I think so. <laughs> so, what was quick opinions uh, about this. Uh, I hate myself, and I'm worried about those sound bites. Uh, it gets worse, buddy. Uh, I like it thing. because, like, it really does make me hate him. Oh yeah, yeah. You were good at um, encapsulating this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's. Kayla's eyes and David to look worse. I'm just trying to get what, what I also like about David's scripts is even if he only wrote like nine pages, everything's going to have like cold open, act one, act two. It's called being <laughs> like, a professional, you motherfucker. You got a three-act play in ten pages here. Yeah. Uh, uh, both a little bit. So like, I don't, so I've watched a shit ton of conservative news shows because I've, I believe in if you're going to hate something, you have to understand it. So I've watched enough of this to despise this man so fucking much. So I'm, I'm just trying to encapsulate that energy. You doing okay this pandemic? You're doing great. No. I, feel, no. I feel like you... Uh, <laughs> I'm seeing the personal struggles behind the the writing. You, just, you see what I've gone through. You, you see me losing my mind. This is, all uh, of this is self-imposed, though. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's I'm a masochist. What can I say? Um, so the act one, this is like following right after... It was like in a commercial break right after the screen. And then right after and then from there, after that, it's gonna cut to after the show in the middle of act one. You'll see. Uh great. Uh this is where Shirley shows up. That's gonna be you, Kayla. Uh yeah. David. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe in you, man. Keep up the good work. You're a great actor. Thank you. <laughs> you may read the the dial or whatever you yeah. call that. Interior TV studio continuous. Following the Hardigan hour, going to commercial break, we see Hardigan stand up as assistants, makeup crew, and producers run around the set. Hardigan marches towards his producer, Shirley. 30s, blonde, glasses. Shirley, what the hell was that? Shirley is swiping through her iPad, glancing at one of the many TV monitors in front of her, instead of looking at Hardigan. What was that? You sounded fine until the end there. Looked like you were sounding out words with your mouth. Some moron. And he misspelled something on the teleprompter. And it distracted me. 
Shirley instantly swipes through her iPad as a makeup crew approaches Hart again and starts reapplying blush and swiping sweat from his forehead. No, they didn't. You were lip reading. Don't say this out loud. Go to commercial break again. <laughs> Shirley flips over her iPad, showing that exact text to Hart again. Then make it less distracting. Fire the teleprompter writer if you have to. I'll look into it. What did you think of the topic? That new writer we hired did <laughs> Same dribble as always. So not bad. What was his name? Truman? An alarm goes off on Shirley's iPad. One, one minute. And Trey, we hired him to replace Buckley. <laughs> Just introducing oh. characters oh, that... Okay, okay. Are not there? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's called it's called building a world. Oh, <laughs> uh, Hardigan starts walking to his desk, and Shirley follows behind. What happened to Buckley? His topic on racist trees as a way to avoid talking about Senator Johnson hiring whores using campaign funds was great. Hardigan sits yeah. down as the makeup artist finish up the last touches. Shirley swipes through her iPad. That's a real mouthful there. Yeah, it Do is. Do you have any notes for me on how I'm portraying Shirley? Um, I was just going to, like, just thinking, like, a really, like, efficient, quick-witted executive. But do what you want. You're the actress here, Kayla. Okay. Interpret okay. it how you will. Okay. Uh, I was thinking more like Meryl Streep. But, you know, like, whatever energy you, you whatever got. Whatever energy you want, babe. Whatever you're feeling. <laughs> he, okay. Uh, he was regrettably let go after he tweeted the darker Amets. Skin the more a woman instinctively fears. I'm trying to get everyone canceled. Moron. <laughs> uh, we could have found a way to use that. <laughs> Shirley walks away from the desk it. as the PA starts counting down. Uh, live. live in five, four, three, two. Hardigan looks at the camera with his typical open mouth stare. Welcome back. Okay, um, a little bit about that. I don't know if you know this. Uh, the writers they hire for this fucking show are notoriously replaced because they get caught a lot of time posting on Twitter or forums some racist, crazy bullshit. And they say, oh, we didn't know about his opinion. And then they <laughs> hire another one from the same fucking forum. Surprise, surprise. Oh my God. I'm thinking that we, we should send a packet to the Tucker Carlson show. Oh, 100%. If I sent this, I could get hired there, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, think, I think you could pull it off. But finally, an opportunity to assassinate the dude. Uh, maybe I'll go for it. Uh, <laughs> for legal reasons, that is a joke. <laughs> yes, yes, for yeah. legal reasons, that is a joke. For legal if anyone's reasons, listening, that was this a joke. Receipt, this receipt for a high-powered scope is also a joke. Okay. <laughs> you, live, you live in Madrid. I don't think you can get guns there. <laughs> They have a whole revolutionary spirit into, but no, it's you know, it's um, you can, but I think it's more work. Oh, I don't know. Course. I'm not, I'm not out there at the stores. Great things are more <laughs> require greater effort. All right, cut to interior Hardigan's office. Later, Hardigan sits behind a desk while Shirley stands in front of it, reading him the viewership reports for the night. Total viewership of the night is four and a half million, slightly above the average. Online, people are calling you a liar of a number of points on the Flint story, and the phrase get bent is trending. Is get bent for or against me? Yes. <laughs> Hardigan stands up and walks around his desk past Shirley. 
you know I can fire you, right? I swear to God, David, if this turns into a me too situation, not, I'm going to be not. so pissed. <laughs> Don't worry. This one doesn't. Smart idea, firing the person who knows the inner workings of your show, personal life, and all sources of finances. Hardigan pours himself a drink from a bar in his office. You're also a spiteful bitch. I, um, okay. I believe that was mentioned on my resume. <laughs> a knock on the door no, is heard. <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you say? I yeah. am not doing this. I, I, I'm going to... I'm gonna bring bring some something new to Shirley next time. You're, you're gonna, you got it. You got I it. I am not happy with my work. <laughs> oh, I, I, I think I think we're gonna go with someone else for the role of Shirley. But thank you for auditioning. Oh my god! Understandable. A, uh, a knock on the door is heard, and Simon, sixties, overweight, British, enters. He walks up confidently takes a seat in front of Hardigan's desk. Hardigan begins pouring a second drink. All right, I'm going to try to do Simon, the British guy. David, you can do Hardigan. My accents are worse than David's, so this is going to fucking suck. Uh, bloody hell, bloody hell. Uh, beans and toasts and beans. Uh, uh, amazing job tonight, Bentley. Didn't even sound any different. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, <laughs> The Queen, love her. Toast Queen, and love, beans. Toast and bloody hell. Uh, I'm from Liverpool. <laughs> Liverpool. Arsenal. Arsenal. Oh my god. Amazing job tonight, Bentley. Not bloody hell. You... Bloody hell. <laughs> okay. We got this. We got this. Amazing job tonight, Bentley. Not only did you single-handedly start a conspiracy theory that the Flint-Michigan water crisis was a hoax, you also managed to distract the idiots from the fact that a Republican senator invited a 17-year-old intern to spend the night with him. I'm happy to do it, sir. Although, someone has to stop these senators from tweeting every horny thought that comes to mind. Not everyone is lucky enough to have someone as capable as you're surely here. Not everyone can afford me, sir. Hardikin walks over to Simon and hands him a drink. I love the change, Kayla. I can see it. Nailed I can it. see your new inspiration. You know. I'll just keep trying. We'll get better. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Two Week to Write, where we just keep trying. <laughs> Keep trying. It's going to be garbage. That's why you keep oh trying. God. Very true. Speaking of making a lot of money, I have a suggestion for tomorrow's topic from the upper echelon. I know you usually give your writers free reign, but... They'll write what I ask. Uh, what's the topic? A defamation piece about the vice president's daughter. She's going to. She's been gaining good press by going to charities and helping out the poor. So ruin that for her, will you? And Shirley? Already on the agenda. I promise you, no one will look at her the same after tomorrow. Simon finishes his drink and leaves on Hardigan's desk right next to a coaster, but not on it, you know, to show he's an asshole. Uh, perfect. Well, that's all I need from you. I'll let you two go. Simon walks towards the door. Right before he leaves, he turns back. The bosses are very impressed, Bentley. Keep up the good work. Number one man in news. <laughs> Simon laughs and leaves as if he said something funny, which I, <laughs> which it wasn't. Hardy can surely wait a moment after he leaves. God, what a fucking slime. How much longer will he think he's in charge of me? Until Fox News decides you are no longer just a host, but a network executive as well, so... Probably three more years at this rate. The sooner the better. That idiot has a superiority complex that doesn't fit his status. I'm going to love getting him fired. 
I'll add him to the fire when him up. Oh, I'll add him to the fire when above him list. Now, do you want me to call a car to your hotel? No, it's about time I see the love of my life. I believe she's booked for the next week. Uh, I was talking about my wife. You're off the air, sir. You don't have to lie right now. And scene. <laughs> Wait, okay. Is this, what the fuck is, this, what the fuck is the fire I, went above him You're off list? the air, sir. You don't have to lie right now. I can't do a professional person. I just don't have that tone in my voice to sound Kayla, like an executive woman. Kayla, you can do anything you set your mind to. I believe in you. Shirley's been recast as a chill as fuck advisor to <laughs> yeah, Harden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, I'm yeah. like giving her like a giving her like she was like yeah. just like a snoot, not snooty, but like sarcastic, dry, um, like April. April Ludgate vibes, but then she just kept getting promoted, and now she's... Yeah, yeah. I feel like every time she says something, Kayla's like wanting to take a hit of her face to really get the vibe down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. After reading this, I'm like, you know what? Am I the next Aaron Sorkin? Maybe. (laughs) Definitely not. Will the recording of this haunt us for years to come? Maybe. Oh, yeah. It's like every time I wrote Eddie joke in the conservative lens i'm like this can it's sad that this can cancel me just writing this making fun of them <laughs> but then you can have a new life as an alt-right comic which yeah. it seems easier you just get to be and upset then you'll get the whole uncancelled time. if you have a, an asian wife um kayla i've already proposed to you for this green card but it won't be a, it'll be a dual green card marriage and it's fine though because we actually love each other yeah yeah. A green card uh... uncancelled marriage. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I invited yeah. Kayla on here just because I just love her so much and I just want to spend more time with her. Yeah, David Hernan, you're on you're um you're chaperoning our first date. Yeah, yeah I'm getting that vibe right now. <laughs> <'Cause>, uh... <laughs> you're gonna make the speech at the wedding, aren't you, best man? <laughs> Maybe you should write it. Damn. <laughs> all right, I'll write my his best man. Right, like, I got this. Yeah, you right. In the voice of Hardigan. Yeah, yeah. David, great high pitch inflection, man. Oh, thank you. Did I do the character justice? You did a pretty good job. Yeah, especially for someone who's never seen it before. You did a good uh, copy. I've man. probably seen like a few clips, but not, you know, it's not really yeah. in my in my mind. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely hate the guy. Um, oh, yeah. I had a feeling I probably hated Tucker Carlson. I never did the research, but now I, I definitely do. <laughs> you didn't go full fucking Columbo like I did. Like go really in depth and search it up. Yeah. I think this made me concerned for your mental state, David. Like you're going deep on I these love- hate-fueled expeditions. Yeah. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? When you hate something, you're supposed to learn everything about it and obsess over it, right? Like, I know it's a slow <laughs> year, but uh, <laughs> uh so, any thoughts? I liked it. It was fun. I like Shirley. She seems like, uh, I mean, like snarky, and I like that. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be the competent, snarky assistant who's just, uh, who exists for the job, just no matter what her morals are. Like, mm. like you know, like okay. Bentley's a shit person, but uh, Shirley's just like it's a job. I can't. I do the job, and I do it fucking well. Nothing 
and her loyalty to Bentley outweighs her own morals. Well, Bentley is just an immoral piece of shit. Uh, yeah. So does she is she considered conservative? Is she a conservative person in the show, or she's just working? Uh, I haven't established her character. In my opinion, if you're the if you're one of the sole reasons that a conservative news host is able to function, yeah, you're a little conservative. But you know, that's just me. David, any thoughts? Uh, I was completely distracted on my end. Sorry. I saw that Carolyn was walking yeah, out. She was, she was taking off. Did you tell her I love her? Uh, no, but she said bye to you. Oh, bye, Carolyn. <laughs> now I got the place to myself for the boys. Please leave your shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think you you managed to write a character that you hate, which you know we talked a bunch this week about how everything was going, and you were incredibly upset the whole time because you know I see now filled with rage, filled with hatred. I'm glad it worked out for you in a somewhat productive way, but uh, I abandoned the prompt the second <laughs> it didn't go right, and you really stuck with it, so I'm impressed. I have two responses to that. Um, one, I have an ulcer now, and uh, two, <laughs> fuck you, Lawrence Korber. I'm coming after you, bud. Did you find it therapeutic, though, to write for something that you hate so Oh, much? no. Um, I, I found it the opposite. Thing. I'm like, this is the unhealthiest thing I've done in a while. <laughs> yeah. Our, really? The messages we shared didn't seem like you were nailing. Uh, it was um as I was writing it, like every time I read it, I would get so angry, I'd storm off. There was no release of tension. If anything, it built up tension and aggression because I had no interest in writing about yeah. this fucking piece of shit. Yeah, I just kept yeah, doing it. Sense. And I have to finish this script. So that's another like 15 you pages don't. after this. This is the but then other why thing don't you? That, but now that the prompt is over, why don't you just make it into something that you like, like more of like that punch up thing that you were oh, that you wanted to? That's a very that this, good point, right? That's yeah, you really have like fight. the first draft, and then now you can make it what you want to, because now you can do whatever you want to continue writing it. Ah, that's maybe I'll if you that. if you're gonna if why would you keep writing it if you're just gonna be so angry instead of like making fun of this? I guess it's a yeah. show I can do I write anything about any prompt in a eventually. But you know, no, I see what you're saying. I got yeah, good point. Maybe I'll actually make it something yeah. good. Thank you, Kate. Did you guys you're, so you're welcome. <laughs> that you was can do anything. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Oh, Kayla's the best. Next week on part two with Kayla De Leon, we'll read Davy's script about a selfish survivor in an apocalyptic time loop. Meanwhile, the next prompt is for both Davids to write a romantic story about their friendship. See you, then. <laughs>